This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. And I started noticing before a certain type of shoot, was I feeling excited about it or was I dreading it? And then when I was doing it, was I feeling like I was in the flow? And then after I did it, was I exhausted or was I like pumped? Welcome to the Portrait System Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and this show is here to help you succeed in the world of photography and business, to help you learn to become financially free doing what you love and so much more. With over 1 million downloads, countless photographers have taken what they've learned from both our episodes and from theportraitsystem.com, and they have grown their businesses, quit their day jobs, and are designing a life of their dreams. We keep it real and share stories about the ups and downs that come with running a photography business. You'll hear real-life stories of how other photographers run their business, and you'll learn actionable steps that you can take to reach your own goals. Thank you so much for being here, and let's get started. Hey guys, now is your chance to check out all of the incredible photography education we have available for you at theportraitsystem.com. For only $7, you will get access to over 1,000 videos, including pricing, posing, marketing, lighting, sales, inspiring photo shoots, self-value, and more. Yes, you'll get your first month for only $7 when you become a pro member, and you'll get access to the full download library with posing guides and workbooks and so much more. Also, this includes a pricing calculator, a studio startup timeline, our weekly live broadcasts, including Sue Bryce's live talks, access to our private members-only Facebook groups, special discounts on photography products, and so much more. Head over to theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7 to get your first month for only $7. That's theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7. My guest today on the Portrait System Podcast is Kelly Weaver. Kelly has a pretty amazing niche genre that she focuses on, and that is online dating photos. Kelly has done so well with this genre, and she shares exactly how she does it. One thing that Kelly loves about this is that since she considers herself to be an introvert, this is the perfect genre for her because she only has to photograph one person at a time, and the marketing she does for it doesn't require a whole lot of events with a bunch of people. We also talked about learning how to say no and the importance of doing what feels right to you in your business. Kelly is just the loveliest person, and I'm so happy we had a chance to chat. Okay, let's get started with Kelly Weaver. Hey, Kelly, how are you? I'm great, Nikki. I'm so excited about this. I know. Thank you so much for being here on The Portrait System today. Yes, 
I am so thrilled. I've been up early, so I'm all ready. <laughs> early. So you're in Colorado, is that right? Um, I'm about 30 minutes south of Denver. So okay, cool. It was so you're 56 in mountain time. degrees. Yes, 56 this morning. So it's wow. beautiful. Actually. It's like 94 today here in Michigan. <laughs> oh, gotcha. But when we have a dry heat, so. Not to rub that in your face just a little bit, but just <laughs> I kidding. I don't mind humidity so much. I don't know. Good for Good the for skin. Good for your skin. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Jeez. <laughs> All right. We have so much to talk about today, and I'm really excited about this episode because we're going to talk about some things that we haven't talked about before, a genre mm. of photography that is, you know, it's, it's headshots and personal branding, but you're very, like, you have a niche with what you do. I have a niche. I'm excited about talking about it. Yes. And a lot of it came about because I am more of an introvert and I was trying to figure out different types of genre that fit that personality. So, you know, gone are the days of the weddings, events, um, crazy, chaotic family shoots. I just couldn't do that anymore with my personality. So I had to think of how can I photograph just one person and what are all the genres that would be included in that? And so that's kind of how it started. Well, okay, Kelly. So you said photographing families and groups and that sort of thing was not working for you. Tell me why. I think every year I get older, I realize that I am becoming more introverted and I'm so much better one-on-one with people. And gone are the days of trying to get Uncle Harry out of the bar and I was just wiped (laughs) out, tired and drained, you know, after I would do those kinds of things. And I started noticing before a certain type of shoot, was I feeling excited about it or was I dreading it? And then when I was doing it, was I feeling like I was in the flow? And then after I did it, was I exhausted or was I like pumped? And the more I did those types of shoots, the more I was like dreading, not in the flow, completely drained. I Mm -hmm. think I'll be an alcoholic. You know, there, there was no (laughs) way I could sustain that. So, um, I was in a referral group and it was BNI and, you know, it worked out great for me, but something I did for about six years, and I know you did it too, but then, you know, I'm not doing it anymore, but I did have someone from that group during one of the one-to-ones that you have, you know, how you have those one-to-ones with different members. She said, Hey, you should photograph daters, online daters. And I'm like, ding, 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 ding. So it also speaks to the why of what I do a lot because of that, you know, that spirit filled element that we need as photographers to photograph daters because you're helping them find their person. And it's just, it's so awesome. I just love it. And it yeah. was so perfect prior to COVID to have that all set and going because when COVID hit, boy, did we get busy. <laughs> wow. Well, you said a couple important things there. One of the things you you mentioned is that it was kind of like your thermometer or like like your your temperature check. So when you are thinking about the shoot that you have the next day, how are you feeling? If you're anxious and stressed out and it's like doomsday, and if you're out there listening and you feel like that about certain shoots that you have coming up or, you know, a certain genre, I feel like that's when it's a good time to maybe kind of look at something else that lights you up more. I I just, I like the way you said that. Like, it's a really good way to evaluate, is this really what I want to be doing? 
Absolutely. And I look forward to those. It's interesting. Most of the daters that we photograph are 30 something year old men that are kind of computer geek guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's great to, to work with them because I'm 58. I'm not intimidating to them. I mean, they definitely would not be dating someone my age. So they can, I'm like their mom, you know, and so I can completely help them relax. And one of the things we do beforehand in just a Zoom consult is I'll ask them a few questions, one of which is, what's your favorite movie? We'll start talking about that. I can find out a lot about someone based on that. that one question. And then we come up with a blueprint on how to photograph them. And most of them are super nervous, but, and once they, they post them online, boy, it's just so awesome to hear. I had this one guy, Will, that told me, gosh, I've tried it on my own. I've, I've posted some pictures before I got three dates in a year. And now I've had four dates in four weeks. And he's, he's so excited. Well, I, I want to back up a little bit because people out there, especially in smaller cities, might not have any idea what you're talking about. So like online dating mm-hmm. profiles, obviously there are a million different dating websites and dating apps and all of that. And so online, like people will come to you specifically for photographs that they can upload to their dating profile. Right. Okay. Yep. Yep. Like Tinder, Match, all of those Yep, different platforms. And, you know, with COVID, especially, daters have had a really tough time dating. I mean, gone are the days where, you know, you can go to the gym or go to the bar to meet someone. Well, definitely during COVID, that couldn't happen. And that changed the whole dating world. So they had to come up with a different way. And people that have never done online dating before are doing it now. And I think women also feel a little safer dating online. Because, you know, it's just a little safer to meet someone first online versus just showing up at a bar and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm trying to get to know people at a bar. So it just makes sense right now. So many ways. Yeah, it's interesting because when I lived back in Seattle back in, let's see, this was probably 2014, 15, maybe to that. Yeah, maybe 2016. I ended up partnering with an online, like a matchmaking company. It wasn't online. It was a matchmaking company where if someone wanted to meet someone, this company specifically paired paired people up to go on dates. And I ended up meeting a friend of a friend one of the ladies who facilitates the whole thing, like she's a matchmaker and she's like, you know, one of the people who runs the place and she needed new headshots. And then as we were talking Mm -hmm. during her shoot, she was like, you would be so perfect for my clients. And so she started referring her clients to me and it was such an amazing partnership. It was just, I loved it It, for the reasons you said. Mm -hmm. It was like just such a cool thing. And there was this one guy specifically his name was Chung. He was such a nice guy. And he met his now wife like a week after he posted his new photos. It was so rewarding. <laughs> it makes such a big difference when they when they do it right. You know, mm-hmm. they try it with the selfies. And I talk about that with them on the phone. Like, how'd that work out for you? Mm-hmm. You know, not so good. But I love how you mentioned the whole dating coach partnership thing. Because one thing we try to do is... And I'll tell, I'll tell my clients this too. It's like, we can take great pictures of you, but you really need 
we believe in a holistic approach. So we're going to, when you come in, refer you to a, an organization that can help you actually navigate the process of online dating because it's more than just having great pictures, right? So there is an organization in Denver called growingself.com and they work with them on, you know, how do you handle text messages and how do you present yourself on a first date and how do you deal when you're with being nervous on a date. And then we also help them with wardrobe tips prior to their photo session. And we tell them, hey, take these tips into your dating life because you're going to look damn good. And just Mm -hmm. saying, you know, wear these things on your dates. So we try to give them a little bit of a full-bodied approach, if you will, because I do know when they go out there that they're going to need a little bit more than just great pictures. So dating coach relationships, so key. Now, talk to me a little bit about how you find your clients. Like, did you partner with a company like I did, or did you just learn to market to people who need online dating photos? Yeah. So you're talking specifically, how do we market to daters? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we try to do a cross campaign with the dating coach, but I don't know if you've ever had this situation. All the referrals were coming from us to them. (laughs) Wait, say that again. Say that one more time. The referrals are coming from... From us to them. We were referring our dating clients to them, but we weren't getting anything back. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep, yep. We thought about, let's do a package together, right? Where I'll do the pictures and you do the coaching and Mm -hmm. it'll it'll be just an all-in-one thing. Yeah, didn't work. We're still pretty much in the ballgame of referring to them. And I just kind of let that go because I do feel like in that I was, I'm not expecting anything back from them. I still feel like it's in my client's best interest to work yeah, with them. Yeah, so I just kind of let that, I just let it go. SEO has been really, really good to us because this niche is so unique, right? Because if you go online and you type in Denver headshots, I'm on like page five, you know, if mm-hmm. I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. But if you type in Denver dating photography, even though I'm not in Denver, um, I try to get ranked in Denver through SEO because I'm so close and my SEO company helps me a lot. And so I get ranked pretty, pretty quickly. And I, on page one, you know, I'm usually up there with some combination of keyword strings involving dating. So clients are saying to you, okay, I found you because I did a Google search for online dating photos. Yep. And you pop up. That's great. Pretty I much. love it. Yeah. This is definitely a really great way to use SEO for sure. It is, yes. And blogging consistently on topics revolving around dating totally helps our SEO. So we have a good SEO company, you know, great. There that helps, but it's the blogs that keep us alive. And I blog about things that aren't your typical topic. You know, I'll talk about, I haven't had a date in 10 years now. What do I do? You know, or mm-hmm. my profile in that picture is not capturing attention. How do I change it? You know, just really putting my opinions out there from what I heard from my, hear from my clients. That's what I blog about. Not the what to wear on your dating headshot or dating right. session. Right. That's too cliche. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny because, you know, I got married in 2010. So, you know, that was kind of before, I mean, there were dating websites, but that was before this like whole blow up of Tinder and all of these things. And so one of my friends is single and we were out of town together and she's on like Tinder and Bumble and all these things. And 
we were hanging out one night and she's like, oh, I, you know, I kind of want to pull up Tinder or Bumble or whatever it was. And I was like, okay, like, show me how this works, you know? So we're swiping and I'm, you know, going back and forth. And I mean, she doesn't love having to deal with it all the time. But for me, it was kind of fun. I'm like, oh, swipe left, swipe right, whatever. But one thing we noticed was oh, some of these people have the worst uh, photos. And totally. it's like, I could see that. And me, I don't know if we, being a photographer, it, it my, you know, it makes me extra like aware of it. But oh my gosh, some of these people, yep. I'm like, if they would just update their photos and some of these photos, if you swiped through that multiple photos, it would be like, you could tell that one was from about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you get to the end, it's a, re- it's a recent one. And you're like, dude, they look completely different. Like, <laughs> it's just so crazy. Yeah. And we hear that a lot. Just having people come in for headshots. Oh, I, I, it's been 10 years ago, you know, uh-huh. ding, 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 you know, uh, yep. How's that working for you? So, and you know, a lot of them will come to us and they'll say, well, I want to do my pets and my motorcycle and my bike and my skis. And I'm like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I'm saying, you know, my job is to photograph you. And yes, you can enter those things or include those things in your profile. But those are things that, yes, your friend can probably take. My job is to photograph you mm-hmm. without props. People want people by people. And they want to see you. And I'm going to help you get a profile image, especially your feature image is going to blow people away. And I always tell them, I'm going to pick it. We're going to pick it together. And I'm going to give you my best tips because a lot of people don't know how to pick their profile image. And I can just tell you my tips, basically, and what I have considered to be the best tips on picking your profile image, fill the frame with your face. Obviously, you know, people put way too far, they're way too far back. They can't see, people can't see your face. Um, Nothing with props and black and white works every time. And a lot of times it's not looking at the camera. The, Uh The best, fastest way to get a shot of a dater that's really, really good because they're super nervous, right? Is I'll just say, look up and laugh. Bam. (laughs) I can usually get a really, really good shot that way. And that's often the best profile image. Just look up and laugh. Just pretend there's a parade over there. Go. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) I love it. Now, something that you had said earlier is that this is really a good genre for you because you're an introvert. So why do you Mm -hmm. think that this is, you know, what makes sense for being introverted? Yep. It's one client. It's one person in front of my lens. Um, same with the other types of clients we do. I only photograph one person in front of my lens and, um, I'm really good one-to-one connection. I can bring it when it's one-to-one, but throw a lot of people in there and I'm just, yeah, it's just too, I get wiped. A lot of times headshot clients will want group photos, you know, in addition, Mm -hmm. like realtors Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I'm like, oh, barf. But I mean, I can do it for a quick moment, right? Like five minutes. I can whip off 20 shots of that group, but then I have to decompress. But so we only photograph like mostly, like I said, one person at a time. So it's not just daters, but it's high school seniors, headshots and personal branding. And all of those genres are one person. So it just so suits me. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I know you do a lot with personal branding. And I just have to say, 
I heard you mention to, I think it was Ashley in your podcast with her about personal branding, how you kind of felt like you're a little bit more on the introverted side. Mm-hmm. And yes. you, one thing I noticed in taking your personal branding class, which I loved, by the way. Thank you, Kelly. Is, yes. You did such a good job, Nikki, at doing the intro with your client basically saying, hey, I've got you. I'm going to pose you from head to toe. You do not worry about the poses. And then you said, if I'm quiet, I love this part. I'm just like, oh, flowers to you. (laughs) If I'm quiet for a minute, it just means that I'm thinking about my lighting or the posing and, you know, I'll come, you know, I'll come right back in, but don't worry about it. You gave yourself permission to think. And sometimes I think we... We think we have to talk the whole time. Mm-hmm. But, and it's nothing that's, that's harder for me as an introvert to have a client go, what am I supposed to do now? What oh, am I supposed yes, to do? Yes, totally. What am I supposed to? But so in just doing that intro, it was so good. Like, could you, could you just do that little intro? Like, just share it with I, us. Yeah, I say Seriously. the same thing to every single client. I'll say, if I'm not talking, it's because I either love what you're doing and I don't want you to move, or I'm just figuring out my settings and just working out what I need to do next. And they're like, okay. And the reason I did that is because exactly what you said. The second I stop talking, they mm-hmm. go, what do you want me to do? Where should I put my hands? Do you Ugh. want me to smile? And I would be like, whoa, I was just thinking for a second. So now I just put it out there right away. If I'm not talking, it's totally cool. Like, I'm going to come right back to you and tell you what to do next. And from then on, no one ever does that. It's so amazing. good. <laughs> yes, just doing that quick intro. And when I've forgotten to do it and that happens, I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I, I forgot to do the intro. That's why this is happening. And I think it also applies to the people that assist us, right? The, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I have some assistants that just know the right amount of engagement, right? They'll just chime in and they'll say, oh, I love that. All right, great. Oh, perfect. Oh, great outfit. Oh, and that's, that's kind so of priceless. what you need, right? Yeah, it's all about the client. It's not about us. But, you know, going back to, I always thought I was an extrovert. And I. it's not that I'm not an extrovert. Like, I can go up to anyone and have a conversation, no problem. I can walk into a party and I'm good. Like, I'm not, I don't get anxiety around it all. But my energy um, Mm -hmm. is drained very quickly. Yeah. So like I will be the one to just duck out and leave a party and not say goodbye. Like because I need to just go home and be alone. After a shoot, when I'm on my way home, there is no music on. There's silence in the car as I'm like recharging. Like my Mm -hmm. like quote unquote fun time. Like when, you know, if I just like my husband will go out and with his buddies and dig in the woods and they build their dirt jumps and they you know, go kayaking and like he needs to recharge with his friends. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm just gonna like go to the movies by myself or whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my girlfriends Mm -hmm. more than life. Like I have the most amazing girlfriends and I love them too. But I also love my alone time. And I think that's where the introverted part of me. Yeah. It's like I have to have equal time alone and with people if that makes sense. Yeah. And we all have that side for sure. Even the extroverts, I'm sure. I think we're all intro extroverts or extro introverts, you know, at Mm -hmm. some point or another. I think, you know, I'm with you about the movie alone thing. Oh God, I'm such a big movie fan. But um, for me, it's like sweats, wine, dog in that order. (laughs) Wait, say that again. Sweats, 
wine and dog. Oh, right. I need my sweats. I <laughs> yeah, need a glass yeah. of wine and I need my dog. I, and I, I, and I love my husband, but you know, he'll say to me, Oh, you know, I got to work tonight. You know, I've got a swing shift. Are you really, are you okay? I'm like, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's the sensitive side of us too. Were you ever called sensitive? I was growing up. Um, Not so, well, that's the thing. Like this has happened more so as I've, okay, wait, let me think back about this. Cause I, I do remember one specific incident when I was with some friends at Camp Dearborn. I was like 16. So Camp Dearborn is this camp in Michigan that like you would rent a cabin for a week or whatever. And my friend's parents rented it and I went with them. And I remember I said like, oh, I'm just going to go for a walk. And they were like, like right now. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go for a walk. And they were like, by yourself. I, I mean, I was 16, like <laughs> normally 16 year old girls. And I was like, yeah, like I just want to go for a walk. And they were like, okay. And I remember them kind of looking at me really weird. Like, well, okay, Nikki needs to be alone, you know, whatever. I don't know. It's just what I needed at the time. And and I remembered feeling weird because I wanted to do that. Mm. And yeah. that, that really sticks with me. But other than that, I don't recall ever it being something that I was told I was sensitive or, oh, maybe mm, okay. I, I don't gotcha. know. Gotcha. Well, it's good that you realized that that early, that, that mm-hmm. you know, I think I'm just realizing it now that you know, that I'm that way more or less. And then giving myself permission to be okay with that. Yeah. And actually devising my entire business around it because it's what fuels me um, instead of what drains me. And if it's not an absolute yes, it's a no for me. And I'm just, yeah, that little voice inside of you that's like, yeah, I kind of, it doesn't quite feel right. And you know, that when we're younger, we push through it, right? We're right. Like, oh, no, I got to be a good sport and get in there and get tough and, you know, suck it up. Yeah. And then, and then you go, okay, no, not so much. <laughs> so I think also another thing that, that I've changed with my business model is I feel like I'm kind of a combination of personalization meets automation. So I do feel like people need a little bit of you, right? Like that's why they buy you. That's why they're looking for you. So I do a lot of one-on-one. I do Zoom calls and I talk to them. I speak with them very closely and intimately before we do the shoot. But then at a certain point, I'm like, okay, I got to plug in the automation here because I'm exhausted if I were to do all of it one-on-one. Like totally. I give you so much credit for the yes, no, maybe section of your reveal sessions. I would be totally wiped. You know, the part of the reveal session uh-huh. where you go, yes, no, maybe. I'm like, oh, hell. <laughs> oh, hell. You know, how long is this going to take? You know, I'm, oh, and no. I've, I've tried it, but okay, kudos to you. And now I've just automated the bleep out of that. Like, so I'll introduce them to their gallery, like for personal branding. And I'll go, oh, hey, here's your gallery. Here's how to favorite everything. Again, here's the pricing levels. You can go up and, oh gosh, you have so many. I'm just seeing that you could easily go to this level and, you know, whatever you do, no pressure, not no problem at all. I, and so I introduce it. I show them the Animoto video and then I'm like, okay, bye. Here's the, you know, here's the form. You fill that out. Once you get, we get that back and I'll tell them the whole process. We'll do your read, you know, the final retouch on everything. We'll get them back to you. So I introduce it and I get to a point where I'm like about 15 minutes into it. I release, bless and release. And I let them fill out the form. It's called, uh, we use a platform called Jotform. 
jotform.com. A bunch of forms we just have created for different reasons. This is one of them. They fill it out. My studio manager gets that. She does the rest. And boy, is that another blessing in my life as an introvert to find a studio manager. Oh my gosh. She's such a blessing. (laughs) Yeah. Studio manager sounds amazing. That's great. Wait, okay, wait, let me back up this. So once you you say you bless and release, do you give them then the gallery and then they go through it themselves and choose? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I actually do. I had to weigh, you know, is it worth my time to stay on the phone for now? I know some of these people are going to like two hours. I've had clients that I know just by my meeting them, they're going to be like really high maintenance. There's, and they're going to take forever. And that's just going to drain the bejeebies out of me. So there are some clients where I'm like, okay, I could probably do that part with them. You know what I mean? Um, I could pretty much tell, but for those that I just know are you know, they've texted me 5,000 times before their session. They've texted me 5,000 more times after their session. I'm like, yep, not a good personality for me to stay on the phone with. Yeah. That, I'm, and that's important too. Okay. So I will say if you're just starting out, sometimes it can be tough to say no when you need to put food on the table. Like mm-hmm. if you need to pay the bills and you're in a situation where it is either go get a part-time job or while you're building your business or take some photo shoots that you're not super excited about, but it's going to help you pay the bills. I'm not saying say no to those things, but don't market to those things. Only Mm -hmm. market the things that you really want to do as you're building and growing. But once you get to the point where you've got some stable marketing going and some clients coming in, it's so okay to say no. It is so okay to say no to the things and the clients that you don't want to do. Yes. And delegating mm-hmm. is just key. I think, um, yeah, absolutely say no to those things as you can afford it. Eventually, you know, that gets easier. Uh, the first person I delegated to, and I don't know if this is the same for you, was a bookkeeper. Holy moly. Oh, um, priceless. Yes. And then it was retouching. Yeah, same. And, Those are the two mm-hmm. things I, w- I like would not be able to survive without yeah. are my bookkeeper and my retoucher. Yes, right? Mm -hmm. Because you do not want to be like stuck behind your computer. I mean, I love the editing part, actually, just the the quick edits that I do after a session prior to you know getting the best of images. I love that because I got it down to like 15 minutes now. But but the actual retouch part, oh forget it. And then um yeah, the third level was studio manager. And that took me, okay, I've been in business for 19 years. So I just got a studio manager last year. Yeah. And what's cool about it, she understands my personality like super well. And we tried it like initially when she came aboard, I was on vacation. So I'm like, okay, just be me, right? Like check my email and just do all the things, right? And then when I got back from vacation, I'm like, okay, we're keeping it that way. So basically she checks all of my emails and then she just tells me what I need to do or chime into. So I can really focus on the photography part. Game changer for sure. And she's a virtual assistant, so she's virtual. So she doesn't even live here in Colorado. She is in Philadelphia. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So she's virtual and she's two hours ahead of me. So she's in my email at like you know, 7 a.m. my time. Yeah, that works great. So yeah, find a virtual assistant, even if it's just 
a couple hours at a time during the week. You can pay them based on just two hours a week to start. And then um, now she got, she does stuff on my website. She does blogs for me. She has a whole marketing campaign figured out for me. Um, and sometimes she'll be my cheerleader because I even called her this morning. I'm like, and her name's Kelly too. So we're the Kellys. So I said, Kelly, you got to pump me up for this podcast. <laughs> and she goes, go Kelly. Okay. You know, <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I, I mean, I think that can be an absolute game changer. And as I should have hired a studio manager a long time ago, years and years ago, a virtual assistant. And I never did. And I regret that. I, it's something I should have done. I think that I probably could have had more clients and been less stressed because I was spending too much time doing the other things that I didn't want to be doing. Right. So, yeah. 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 And the, the reason we give ourselves a lot is that I can't afford it. But it's just kind of the same thing with getting a studio, right? Where, and I just got a studio this January. I've rented studios. I've shot on location. I shot in the lobby of my building <clears throat> forever. And then I obviously took Sue's classes. It was probably maybe uh, August of last year of 2021. And in January of 2022, I saw a studio become available or a room, just a nine by 12 room in my building. And I said, okay, now I got it. And I I went for it and I rented it and my rent is not cheap. It's 1800 a month. So between the, my office and the studio, but had I waited and same with my studio manager that I just, there's no way I could have progressed. There's just no way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, Kelly, one thing I want to back up and talk about is your pricing because $1,800 a month is significant amount yeah, for rent. It is. So let's talk a little bit about your packages for online dating and headshots and that sort of thing? Yeah. Online daters, interestingly enough, I have the least, I don't know, maybe not interesting enough, but I have the least problems with daters paying my price. Never get anybody going, oh my God, you're kidding me. I never have to do this, the come in at a low session fee thing and then try to sell up with them. I just do an all-inclusive package A, B, and C, and they always hit the middle. It's $12.95 and they get, and I say between 10 to 15 images, because there are some people where I am killing myself to get 10 images. And if I promise 15 and I'm like, oh, this is not going too well. I mean, mm -hmm. I give myself a little wiggle room there. So, so the base package, and I talk about this on the phone too, as I say, hey, listen, you need at least six images. To start, I mean, that is the base of what you're going to need. You're going to need to swap out your images regularly, and then you're going to want to keep track, like when you put your profile image up there, are you getting the right people that are coming to you and, and, and you're having good connections? The minute that is not the case, you need to swap out your profile image and you need to start keeping track. So you're going to need a lot of pictures to swap out, and I, re I recommend you swap out at least one picture a week. So they're like, yeah, yes, okay. So then it starts at the six package level, or sorry, six digital files for $6.95. Then the middle one is $12.95 for between 10 to 15. And then the top one is $19.95. And that one is, they get up to 25, I think, on that one. Yeah, but I don't really retouch guys, especially because 
I want them to look like they, they look, right. which is another coup, right? We don't even have to retouch with daters. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so awesome. And so, and I also equate it to like, I'm like, think of it this way. You found me on Google, right? And they're like, yep. And I'm like, why do you think that is? And I, they, I don't know. And I said, because I'm constantly dynamically changing my website. And so it's the same for profile, your profile. You have to constantly dynamically be changing and updating because the people that are looking at you to date you want to know that you're there, that you're active, that you're not just posting something and, you know, not participating. So it just, and I said, it's all about law of attraction, putting yourself out there, putting your energy out there. It comes back to you big time. Yeah. I really love that. It's a, it's a really good, it's a good analogy. You know, it's kind of like, okay, this might sound weird, but with online dating, you know, sometimes, okay, let's back up. Like as a photographer, someone might find my website and they might not be ready to book me yet, mm-hmm. but then they come back or they find my website again and they're like, okay, I'm ready now. <laughs> Maybe it's the same with online profile. You know, they see a different picture or they see you a second time. They're like, okay, I'm ready. You know, I don't know. But if you swap up out those photos, like you were saying, it gives people another opportunity to find you and see you. Mm-hmm. And they have a need to get a lot of pictures. I mean, that's just no brainer. I mean, daters make so much sense. Yeah. So it's like an easy sell. Like mm-hmm. they need these photos. And they need a lot of them. Yeah. And they need to come back and update frequently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then we need to do it in the wintertime because it's Colorado and mm-hmm. we have there's snow. Yay. Let's go. And then they need to come back in the summertime and, um, you know, and change their outfits out and swap it up. And so Kelly, how many shoots do you think you're doing per month? Yeah. You know, right now I'm at my peak. So all of my genres converge at this point, high school seniors, we're actively doing right now, personal branding, headshots and daters all coming together. So Looking at my calendar now, I, since personal branding is really coming up as well, I probably do five to six shoots a week. Oh, wow. That's a lot. It is. And today I'm doing a senior session followed by a personal branding session. Eh, never going to do that again. Uh, that's but hard. I consolidated my process down to sim- you know, simple, simple, simple. I know for you, you just do an hour on personal branding. I'm like, you go girl. And that, and that was my goal. I'm like, man, I am getting this sucker down to an hour. So, so doing two back to back now is not as taxing as it was, but yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if I have to, I will do two in a day, but yeah, it's hard, isn't it? It is very hard. Yep. And especially if you're outside and it's hot. Mm -hmm. I'm actually doing a a boy senior photo shoot mm-hmm. today. And I'm really not, I, I, I book very few senior photo shoots these days, but this is a family that I photographed years ago. And uh, the mom, uh, she said way back then, like, I can't wait for you to do his senior photos and this oh. and that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so how are am, you feeling? Are you feeling, are you looking forward to it? Well, are you going to feel in your flow? <laughs> I'm annoyed with myself because it's at 6 PM and I, I oh. usually have, have boundaries around when I work in the evenings because that's, you know, time with my kids or whatever, but because it's summer and I'm spending so much more time with kids, my kids during the day, cause there's no school. I felt okay doing, yeah. doing it evening shoot and the guys the boys are so easy they're just oh, like totally. you know there's no 
there's no styling involved. There's no hair and makeup involved. He wants right. a shot with him and his dog in the back of the truck. I'm like, oh, that's cute. You know, like <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be easy. It's, it's one of those things. I already know the family. So it doesn't feel as mm-hmm. draining, you know? Yeah. And, okay. So for people listening, I don't mean to sound, and I know you don't mean to sound like this either. Oh, these people are like killing us and da da da. Like, <laughs> it's really not like that. When I first started my career, I was like weddings and families and all of it. And because I think, you know, I'm 10 years into it. You're 19 years into it. We get to a point where we we really know what we love mm-hmm. and that's what we want to do. And, and that's it. And that's what yeah. brings us joy. And that's what we should stick to. So I'm not trying to say, uh, I don't mean to sound like I love photography. I love creating portraits for people. Like it's not that, it's just having those boundaries and limits around what and when you do it. Yep. And how long you do it. Yes. Yes. And like you said, I do six outfits in one hour for my personal branding Can't clients. I believe it. And that has, I have it down to a science. I connect oh, with them while I'm doing it. They feel great. They leave mm-hmm. feeling like refreshed instead of exhausted because it was just hours and hours of, you know, whatever. And I just, for me, that works really well for me. Some people like to spend the whole day with their client and that's okay. Yeah, you know, it's just, yeah. everyone has their own, you know, like I do my photo viewings on Zoom and they have to choose their photos right then. For you, that doesn't work. And that's okay. Like we mm-hmm. all have our ways of doing things. We just have to figure out what it is that works for us. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you are like Speedy Gonzalez. I've watched you. I've watched your personal branding shooting sections several times. And by the way, I love your um, on location edition. Oh, that you thank just added, you. That video you just added. That was the fun. Girl that does the charcuterie. Mm-hmm. That little basket thingies. Like this is so cute. Yeah, yeah. We. I had, was like, she's so cute. That was fun. And and the event space that we did it in, it was one of those things where I had to make it work because I was kind of expecting the venue should be like set up and look nice when I walked in, mm. but they had unexpectedly. And the venue is super cool. It's like this really like modern, like black and white, but it's in a super super old building. It's like a hundred fifty year old building or something crazy. Anyway they had an unexpected delivery of all this new flooring and chairs and whatever. And it was like boxes after box after box everywhere. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like filming this for my course today. And I'm like shitting my pants. Like, how am I going to make this work? But I was like, you know what? This is real life. Mm-hmm. This is what I would walk into on any on-location shoot. Like, it's not always going to go as planned and I'm going to go with it and I'm going to show people like how to make it work and this is what yeah. you do and whatever. And it was like, oh my God. But it ended up being so cool. What makes you a great photographer? And yeah, sometimes, I mean, just the whole, think of the whole hundred poses against the the V flat that Sue did, yeah. right? Yes, totally. Like, get, you got a wall, go. Yeah, You know, yep. and that's really essentially what your personal branding class, it's just like, okay, green wall. Okay, you know, white wall. It's, and you do a variation of the same poses and make them look different enough. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to flow chart it, grab <laughs> it. Like I literally have a pose chart right behind their head clipped to a V flat. Like I'm, I'm getting to that point where it will be all muscle memory, but yeah, make it easy. Yeah, you'll get there, Kelly. I used to write down every single which outfit with which backdrop with which poses I was going to do with which outfit. I had a little notepad and I would just flip a new page for each client. And that was what I did consistently. And now I'm, it was funny because I was doing it. I have a new thing that I'm creating coming out soon. And I was doing one of the shoots yesterday and one of my best friends and her daughter were the subjects. And we were figuring out the outfits and my friend, Julie, she's like, "Uh, don't you want to write this down? Or I'm like, no, I'm good. And she's like, seriously? I'm like, yeah, I got it. Like, but this took years for me to get to that point. 
Yes. Yeah. I, I, and I'm like that with seniors for sure. Like I totally spontaneous, whatever I've been, you know, nope, that's good. Yeah. Is that um, what you started with with seniors way back when? Yes. 19 years way ago. Back right? when, yeah. Yes. And then also knowing your locations. Oh right? yeah. That's a big like, one. And when people say, oh, I want to shoot in my backyard, hell no. Nope, I'm a location <laughs> snob. I know my lighting, my posing. I tried to get some, someone tried to convince me to do the, uh, the what is it called? The evening, uh, the twilight. What, what did you golden call it? Hour. Yeah, the golden hour. Yep. See, I don't even know it because I don't do it. Uh-huh. But they wanted me to do the golden hour at my location that's good in the morning. I'm like, nope. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I recently interviewed Elena Blair. She was a couple episodes before before yours, and she said the same thing. She has like she's out in Seattle, and there are like four or five locations that she offers, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like unless it's inside their home, and it makes it so much less stressful because you're not showing up to something that you've never yeah. experienced before. And some people can do that right on the fly. They can just mm-hmm. like find a location and blah blah blah. And and you know what? If I have to, I can totally do it. I did weddings for long enough. Like I can show up and in any light, in any situation, I know I can make it work, but I don't like working like that. Mm-hmm. I like to know the situation that I'm walking into. It makes me calm. <laughs> well, and you'll, you probably attract people that appreciate that, honestly. Yeah. You know, that they won't balk about your saying, well, I just have this location. It's this time. They'll be like, okay. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, something something that I think is really important that you talked about throughout this interview today was was being an introvert. And I know I talk about a lot about networking and we talk about getting yourself out there and showing your mm-hmm. face and all of that, but it doesn't always have to be you know, out there networking, talking to groups of people all the time. Like you're you're showing us that there there is another way. And I know you did do a lot of that, but you focused on the one-on-ones. And then you know, the, the SEO and there's just, you don't have to be an extrovert, I guess is my point. Yeah, absolutely. And for a while it made sense for me to do the BNI group and it was good for me. I mean, no question about it. I can't say anything negative about BNI. It was great. I love that you sell through, you don't sell to the members, you sell through the members. So you don't feel like people are selling to you. Um, And that was great. The one-on-one connections were great, but then sometimes you'd have it with, like the carpet cleaner, or the, which, which I guess if you did it right, you know, you could develop some referrals that way. But I just thought, oh my gosh, you know, I don't know if this is going to work for me. But six years of doing that, and I just felt like, okay, it's time. And you know when it's time, but you kind of squelch that voice for a long time. And you kind of do it because you need to do it. And I was in leadership and, you know, I felt an obligation, but I found other ways to go about marketing for sure. And I think my top three are, I would say, uh, referrals for sure, email blasts, and videos. Videos, big time. So I loved how Sue teaches, she t- you know introduced me to Animoto and doing live footage in the video clips in addition to, you know, the still images. And now mm-hmm. I do those a lot for seniors. I have a behind the scenes video buy up product option so they can purchase a behind the scenes video of their own session. And I have my assistant do little clips of their session. So, and it's so great. And I'm telling you, it is the best marketing tool because you put these behind the scenes videos out there of a senior going through the experience. And you think of 
oh my God, these seniors have been robbed of experiences, right? For the last two years. And you put the, I put that video out there and man, it is like fire. It is so good. And I'm, and it's, it's perfect for my personality. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't even have to do it. You my show assistant it. Yep. does it. Yep. You know, it's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. I'm, I'm happy for you. It sounds like you're, you're hoping to move well, okay, I'm guessing here, but move more into the personal branding and yes. instead of seniors, is that right? Well, it just to, as a filler for one of my genres, for sure, because in the winter, it's Colorado. I mean, right. I need to have something else. So, I mean, headshots are, were great, but, you know, when they come in for like a $400, 20-minute headshot, that does not add up. Yeah, I don't even offer that. I yeah. won't even do it. Right? So I love that you said that. And Ashley said the same thing to me. She's like, I don't even mention it unless they don't, if they balk, in her case, if they balk about personal branding, she might go, okay, well, I got that thing. But she doesn't even bring it up. Yeah. I mean, that's me driving all the way to the studio, Mm -hmm. spending Mm -hmm. that time, you know, coming home, all the way back home. I'd be making like nothing, (laughs) you know, when it's all said and done, when I look at the hours that I spend between traveling back and forth and opening up the studio, getting in there, getting set up, making sure my batteries are charged, like doing mm-hmm. the shoot, uploading right. it, reta- like sending it to the retouch. Like, no, uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> Not doing yeah. it. There's the no again. There's yeah. the dread. Forget it. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> well, I'm excited for you. It sounds like you have a really great thing going, and I'm so glad you brought up this online dating genre because it is, I feel like, it, for me, when I was doing it, it was one of the like really great ways to to get clients. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's so much fun, and and it'll fill your heart for sure. And when they tell you, "Oh, I found my person," mm-hmm. it's just the greatest. Yeah. So yep. cool. Well, I do have a couple more questions for you that I always yeah. ask at the end of each episode. And the first one is, "What is something you can't live without when you're doing a photo shoot?" Gosh. Well, now I could say I can't live without my studio. I could never say that before. Um, So yeah, absolutely. I also have a little, it's not a Bose speaker, but you can get them on Amazon. That's a little Bluetooth speaker that fits in the palm of your hand. And it literally has a zip up case with a key ring chain, a key ring on it. And I can hook it to my belt and I can have music while I'm shooting high school seniors and out and about. Yeah, absolutely. And I love my 135 lens. I have a, an arsenal of lenses, but my 70 to hundred, here's that. that, Yeah. Well, that's no, after a while it starts hurting my back. And so you just have to lighten your load, like literally. So that 135, love it. And, and I'm far enough that I can still commune with them. But um, 50, sometimes I feel like I'm right in their face. I mean, do you ever feel like that with a 50? Um, like too close. Not really, because I shoot with it so often. When I'm outside, yeah. I, I shoot with my 85 or my 70 to 200. Yeah. But I'm I, I'm so used to being on the 50 that it doesn't it doesn't bother me too much. Yeah. But I know I what you to mean. get an 85. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Number two is how do you spend your time when you're not working? Well, one thing I do for myself that I think would be fun for other people too is I buy myself flowers every week. Oh, nice. And I put them in my studio and it's just like a little pop of joy. So I buy myself flowers. I shop online for clothes I can shoot in because I'm always trying to figure out what to wear on shoots that it's getting hot over here too. 
and my clothes don't quite fit the same. So I'm over it. I'm going to buy another size that just, but I'm just looking for clothes that I can wear when I'm shooting. So it's kind of fun. (laughs) And then I walk my dog around the park every day, same time around four o'clock. It just kind of transitions my day from work to not work. And it's, we do it rain or shine, five degrees outside. We walk around the park. Awesome. And your dog, I'm sure, appreciates that. Lucy dog. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, number three is, what is your favorite inspirational quote? Oh, gosh. Okay, so I'm such a big movie person. I don't know if you've seen the movie Unfaithful with Diane Lane, is it? I haven't. Oh, okay. It's really good. And Richard Gere. So there's a quote in there where the Frenchman, for those of you that have seen it, says to Diane Lane's character, this moment is your life. And I love that. Oh, so that's it. This moment this is my moment. life. I was expecting more, but once you stopped, I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, awesome. like, that's exactly life. right. I love that. I do too. <laughs> yeah, very cool. I like that a lot. All right. And number four is, what would you tell people who are just starting out? Delegate as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. figure out the type of client or genre that fits your personality mm-hmm. and really be aware of it both before, during, and after your shoot. Is it filling your soul or is it just not working? And it's okay to pull the plug sooner than later. And um, yeah, that's what I would say. And self-care. Yeah, Make sure to take care of you because this can overwhelm your life initially and god knows i get up and i check email first thing i'm like stop it i know i know so totally guilty on that but really separate your work from your play time so important great advice all right and where can people find you online if they're looking for you yep it's just kellyweaverphotography.com Awesome. Same with on Instagram. Instagram is... It's Kelly Weaver Photo. That's right. Okay, cool. Yep. And I have a YouTube channel too. You can actually just go to YouTube, search Kelly Weaver Photography, and there's a bunch of videos in there. Some of them are dating oriented, so that might help people that are trying to start in this genre. Perfect. That's great. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Kelly. And will I see you you at the Portrait Masters Conference this year? I know this is... Is this the last day? Because the price is is low, The 20... Yeah, it goes up today. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to so, I'm going to so do it. And, oh, um, sweet. Yay. Yes, yeah. And just also a special thanks to Ashley. Uh, she's been my coach helping me get started with my studio and awesome. That's Ashley been, Taylor, right? For people yes. listening, just so they know. Thank yeah. you, Ashley. Just, just thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, podcast guests, because I learned so much from all of you. So thanks Aww. again. Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> that was so sweet of you to mention all that. Appreciate it. Oh gosh, yes. Well, go fly your freak flag. That's what I tell people. And um, yeah, be free. (laughs) Awesome. All right, Kelly, will you take care of yourself? And I will see you in September. Yay. Okay, sounds good. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-Day Startup Challenge plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business. 
Lighting PDFs, I mean truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com. It's time for me to tell you about this episode's sponsor, Fujifilm North America. If you haven't experienced portraits and wedding scenes created on the large format GFX system digital camera sensor, you are missing out. Along with up to 102 megapixel resolution, you'll find rich colors and gorgeous in-camera looks. There's also AI-driven subject detection and 8 frames per second bursts inside the compact GFX100 digital camera. Hit the link in this episode's description to view the products. It's time to dream big in your creative process.